Mic check. To the name, anyway. Five. I'm rolling. Are you ready? Four. Dumb little story. That by the Three. Way. We're hot. Stand by. Two. I think I might have a concussion. One. Expect that they know this stuff. Here we go. They look like Keeper Southern. Intro to the podcast. That's a pretty good intro, huh? Yeah. Hi, and welcome to the meeting. I am Lutal, joined always by Ryan Michael. Good afternoon. Hey. On today's agenda, lemonades and cops are sour, and Ricky Martin is no longer mayor. And? Plus a $100,000 razor, and a peep show pilot finds an unusual landing strip. Awesome. But before we get to that, uh, anything new this week, Ryan? In my life? Sure. <laughs> Not really. Should there be? It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't always have to be around about you, Ryan. God. Well, what do you want to talk about? You? It's, no, What's it's going to be. With you, it's going to be hot this week. It's going to be super hot this week. It's, it's already not looking forward to it. It's already pretty hot today. But we're talking five or six consecutive days of like ninety-five. Yeah, like. it's supposed to be like ninety-two today. Really? Yeah, that's what I heard on the radio, <sighs> which is sad because we work at a news station and we don't pay attention to news. That happens a lot, doesn't it? Yes. I feel like during weather, I just blank out. Yeah. Who, I just tune it who out. Who can pay attention to that stuff? Yeah. I, I, like, as soon as weather hits, or as soon as our our uh, weather guy hits the wall, I, I just start surfing on my phone. <laughs> surfing on your phone? <laughs> I just start surfing on my, fam- <laughs> on my phone. And and then when I go home and my uh, uh, friends or people ask me what the weather's going to be like, I have no idea. Yeah, neither do I. Yeah, it's you feel bad. I mean, <laughs> you, you work at a TV bad. station. You think you would know? I mean, all you have to do is pay attention, like every three days, or not even at, at least once a week, and we do four shows a day. Mm-hmm. That's twenty. How many is that? Four times five, so twenty. So that's twenty shows for us a week. Right. And we can't even pay attention once. <laughs> well, it's boring. Don't tell the weather guy that. <laughs> it can be pretty boring. Well, it's because you hear the same thing over and over again. That's true. Maybe if we only heard it once a day, we would pay attention. Yeah, that's right. Like, I, the only time I ever pay attention is when I, like, really, really need to. Like, if you're playing, like, a trip or something. Yeah. I've, but I found myself paying attention um, more nowadays uh, because I try to plan, like, if I could ride my motorcycle or right. not. Which is Something you know, you Which you can't. Do. I can't. But some, <laughs> I mean, whenever you're riding that, you always have to pay attention to the weather. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, I hope I don't. I don't hope I don't stink up this audio booth. Why? A little bit. Before I came here, um, I was at this poorly. Oh, well, not poorly, but okay. I'll say poorly managed air conditioned <laughs> funeral home. A funeral home. Yeah, I was at a funeral home earlier today. Uh, for a couple hours, and I was really sweating there, and I hope I don't sweat through this. <laughs> I'll be able to catch my odor from all the way over there. Hmm. So it was hot in there. It was pretty hot. They they had the front door open, and there was a sign on the back door that said, keep that door closed. <laughs> but the front door can be open. No, the front door was a double door, and the back door was just a regular, you know, like a residential door. Huh. Interesting. It was kind of dumb. Sounds like a waste. It was, it was poorly managed, that's why. Yeah, it sounds very poorly managed. I didn't think it was really smart. So, let's just uh, dive right in. Why not? My first story of the day comes from Georgia. Midway, Georgia. My first story of the day comes from Midway, Georgia. Three girls trying to raise money to go to a water park thought a lemonade stand would do a trick. 
would do the trick. But then they met the long arm of the law, their local police chief. Their local police chief. The girls had started up a stand in Midway, Georgia, when police chief Kelly Morningstar and a deputy drove by. They told us... Well, let me do this in my voice. They told us to shut it down, 10-year-old Skyler <laughs> Roberts was quoted as saying. It's kind of crazy that they wouldn't sell lemonade. Or <laughs> that's all right. It's kind of crazy that they couldn't that we couldn't sell lemonade. At a fourteen-year-old Cassidy Dixon, it was fun, but we had to listen to the cops and shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing great voices, ain't I? Morningstar defended his action and received the support of Midway's mayor. We had told them we understand you guys are young, but still you're breaking the law, and we can't let you do it anymore. Morningstar said, "The law is the law, and we have to be consistent." with how we enforce the laws. <laughs> Midway, Georgia, city law requires a business and food permit of $50 a day, even if the stand was at the home of the girls. Health officials or health issues uh, were also concerned, Morningstar said. We were not aware of how the lemonade was made, who made the lemonade, who of what the lemonade was made with, so we acted accordingly by city ordinance, he said. News of the bus caused an outpouring of local support for the trio. The coastal source said it had given the girls tickets to the water park. That's pretty cool. That they gave them the tickets. Yeah, that they gave them the tickets. It's not cool that they shut them down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's understandable that that they're upholding the law, you know. It's, but still. And they have to be consistent. But really, I mean, th- that's what I asked. Really? A lemonade stand. You're going to shut down a lemonade stand. I'm sure this happens more uh, than's re- than is reported. Yeah. Because I feel like I heard something like this, uh, a story similar to this last year. But really, <laughs> you're going to shut down a lemonade stand, lemonade stand with like some three, poor kids three ten-year-old to girls. Scrape together some money. Yeah, just to go to a water park. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like they're trying to scrape money to buy crack. No. You know? No. <laughs> and um, I love the uh, the police chief's name, Kelly Morningstar. <laughs> that sounds so confident. It sounds like it's such a police chief name. You know? Kelly Morningstar. Yeah, it sounds so. That should be a policeman. <laughs> I'm Officer Morningstar. Oh, he's Police Chief Morningstar. Good thing it's not like Police Chief Morningwood. <laughs> Morningwood? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But, I mean, if they're going to shut down this lemonade stand, you would have to imagine that all over the city, I mean, I'm sure there's, like, bake sales and all that kind of stuff. I'm sure none of these people have permits. True, but... Like, bake sales at a church or something. But I feel like most of the time that's, like, uh, that's for a non-profit. Well, that would be profit, though, right? I don't... Well, I don't know. They'd be raising funds for a non-profit organization. Or... What... what but what's the difference? They're al- you're allowed to do that? Shouldn't there still be the same health concerns about how the food was made or prepared or whatever? That's true. I don't know. Uh, well, maybe because these girls were using the money for their own enjoyment. Yeah. As opposed to donating it to, let's say, a, not, uh, a church or some nonprofit. You know, yeah. Like uh, um, Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts or something like that. Yeah, that's true, I guess. But. I don't know. I mean, I guess I don't know the laws, but well, you should find out. We should see if it's illegal to have a to have your own lemonade stand. Maybe here. we should start a lemonade stand. 
I wonder if outside we the station. I, that would be kind of weird. Two <laughs> mid twenties men selling lemonade. Yeah, that would be kind of. But then we can go to the water park. That's true. I mean, that that'd be great. That would be fun. We would have to la- raise a lot of money though. That's to go to the water park. Pretty expensive there. <laughs> <laughs> and I wonder if how good a business these girls were doing. I mean, if they were doing good enough, maybe just. Fork out for the permit, fifty dollars a day. Yeah, well, run your lemonade stand anyway. Well, that's also something I wrote down. I, mean, I think it's fifty dollars a day. I think it would cost less just for them just to go to the water park, right? For just three of them, less I mean, than fifty dollars. Yeah, I mean they're ten years old. <laughs> Do you think there's a there's there's probably a price range for kids like twelve and under or something yeah, like that? Yeah, probably. Um, for ten or three, ten year olds, I'd say thirty bucks. Probably ten bucks each, right? No, I have no idea. Right, come on, <laughs> get with it, man. Get with it. Gosh, sorry, I'm not up to date on price ranges at water parks when in was, Georgia. When was the last time you went to the water park? A long time. I think the last time I went was probably middle school. Yeah, that was ages ago. Mm-hmm. Gosh. Maybe it was ten dollars back then. Oh, inflation! I forgot about that. <laughs> we didn't account for that. That was probably thirty dollars. Ah. Yeah, but then they would have to pay $50 to the state, mm-hmm. and then whatever profit they made from that. So they would almost, they would have to make like almost $100. Yeah, they would have to do some good lemonade business. These cops sound crooked now. Crooked? Gosh. You think they confiscated the lemonade? They're going to shut down the lemonade stand because they wouldn't pay $50 for a permit? So let's say they pay the permit, so they get $50. So they're getting paid. So just because the cops didn't get paid... Yeah. They're going to shut down the lemonade stand. That's what it sounds like to me. Gosh. I bet they confiscated the lemonade, too, and drank it as they drove away. That doesn't sound right. And <laughs> I love their, uh, their, I don't know if it's an excuse or their concern. Uh, they weren't aware of how lemonade, uh, how the lemonade was made, <laughs> who made the lemonade, and what the lemonade was made with. Really? It's lemonade. It's How lemonade. many different ways are there to make lemonade? There's probably like three different ways to make lemonade. You know, you could probably squeeze it, use a juicer. Yeah. I don't know what else. I, I bet mean, it was that instant powder stuff that you just add water to. Oh, that could have been. And that could not have been lemonade. It could have been anthrax. <laughs> oh, we know. <laughs> you know? They're just protecting the good people of Georgia. Midway, I Georgia. I don't buy it. I think it's wrong. What? Just let the girls do what they want. Right. You know? These cops are crooked. I'd like to see if we can get Kelly Morningstar in here next week live for the podcast. We should call him. We should do a phone over for him. Yeah, we That'd really be, should. That would be great. It's a good idea. We'll try that. And <laughs> tune in next week. I love this idea. I'm so excited. <laughs> tune in next week to see if we actually do get it. <laughs> All right. What's your next story? Oh, what's your first story, man? This comes from... MSNBC, I guess. Um, this is a $100,000 razor that will last you a decade. The Zafiro Iridium razor has sapphire blades and a handle made primarily from iridium, one of the rarest and strongest metals in existence, and it'll supposedly last you a decade. But is that enough to make you fork over the $100,000 that it'll cost? If it is, you better hurry up and place your order because there's only going to be 99 of these razors made. The limited availability and cost is mainly due to the fact that iridium, the material used to craft the tool's handle, is extremely rare, ten times more rare than platinum. 
It is a material primarily used in air, the aerospace industry for durability and rocket engines and stuff. Of course, the iridium handle isn't the only thing contributing to the tool's limited availability and cost. Its solid white sapphire blades, while extremely sharp, hypoallergenic, and just about impervious to oxidation and corrosion, certainly don't help keep the price reasonable. But who cares about the price tag when you can be a part of a small group of Zafiro iridium razor-wielding individuals, right? Well, if that distinction isn't enough to make you reach into your wallet, then just remember that it will supposedly last you a decade. During that time, Zafiro will provide free servicing, professional cleaning, and resharpening if necessary. <laughs> so what do you think? Are you on board? I don't... I... Almost until that, until you read that last part where they would say they would resharpen. Because <laughs> you're. I feel like if you spend a hundred thousand dollars on a ten-year razor, it should be sharp all through the ten yeah. years, no matter what you do to it. It says resharpening if necessary. If necessary, but that shouldn't even be. That shouldn't even be a issue. I mean, it should be guaranteed. It's going to be sharp for ten years. Yeah. Ten years in one day, then it's just rusty. <laughs> but up to that point, it should just be sharp all the way through. Yeah, if you're going to pay $100,000. Right. And why do they have to make that handle out of some rare... <laughs> what is it, titanium? Or iridium. Or, 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 what is it? Iridium. Iridium. I mean, why do they have... To, it's, it's just like... For durability? For durability, One of Come the on. strongest metals in existence. I feel like a Gillette shaver would be fine. <laughs> for a whole decade? No, no, not for a whole decade, but just take a Gillette shaver... Like handle and put whatever that titanium blade that they have on there. They should have. Uh, oh no! <laughs> what? Uh, uh, how, how do you spell this? Uh, this razor. Zafiro. Z a f i r r o. Okay. The Zafiro Iridium Razor. And they had to give it some weird name too. <laughs> what? You don't like the name either? No, I mean, why do they have to give it some complicated name? What do you want the name to be? I don't know. I'm sure Gillette sounded would sound weird the first time you ever heard it. I guess. But anything with a Z. <laughs> just, I don't like Zs. You don't like Zs? No. Hmm. So and you would consider buying one of these? No, not even. That's $100,000. I barely shave as it is. <laughs> I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> I probably average like once a week if, if I'm really into it uh, uh twice a week <laughs> I, I wonder like, like if you were if you were like a real like you shaved on a regular basis yeah. like once a day and you replaced your razors regularly i wonder what the actual cost of like disposable razors would be over the course of a decade huh. i'm sure it wouldn't be a hundred thousand dollars but you know we bring up questions that we have the we had no way of finding <laughs> answers about <laughs> we could figure it out i guess we could. just take a while it would yeah, I mean, oh, um, they're, they're only making 99, right? Yeah. Why are they only making 99? They're making 99 of these razors. So, I, the odd numbers, I mean, the numbers in this story <laughs> is, they're, it's $100,000, they're yeah. making, it's supposed to last you 10 years. Right. But they're only making 99. <laughs> You'd like to see it at 100. Yeah. Like, why <laughs> not keep that constant, you know, um, multiple of 10? Right. I don't know. Like, they don't have enough material just to make one more. <laughs> Maybe not. They had to be unique and make 99 just so, just just because, uh, just like they named it, whatever, Zephyr. <laughs> it started with a Z. Uh-huh. Just to make it that much more special. Well, uh, then they can say there's less, uh, less than 100 in existence. 
I guess that's true. <laughs> what's so What's so bad about saying there's only a hundred in existence? I don't know. Because if you had one, wouldn't you rather be that you were one of only ninety nine people that own one than one of a hundred? I wouldn't really care either. Or, <laughs> I mean, if I had that money, that kind of money to spend on a razor, it's just it's one of those it's another one of those ideas or one of those products that I would never use, and so it just infuriates me. It infuriates you. Yeah. And, and the the concepts, man. I don't know, not the concepts, but the cost, um, the materials that they're using, everything that goes into it just infuriates me. <laughs> well, I, I just find really dumb. <laughs> hmm. Well, maybe maybe other people don't. They'll sell these 99 razors. If, maybe if, they won't sell any. Who knows? Well, if anybody buys one of these, I would like to try it out <laughs> so now you want to try it it well, infuriates you you would never just, buy it you see but... if it's actually worth this hundred thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> and i would like to see it after 10 years you know 10 years from now i want to see if there's another story on this yeah <laughs> just a see follow if, up yeah see if any of them had to be sh- uh sharpened or anything yeah yeah oh you know what i noticed what um you don't do any segues or not segues but you don't do any like tosses <laughs> to the next story <laughs> Am I supposed to be doing a toss? Well, I mean, it, it would be easier because other because uh, the when I've been editing it, it just goes like we're talking about it, so some uh, uh-huh. story, your story, yeah, and then I just start talking about mine. So <laughs> it's right. kind of weird. All right, Lou, what's your next story? That sounded so fake. <laughs> <laughs> I always, the one who asked for the toss. I did, but I always <laughs> say, you know what? That's all I have for that one. What do you have? That's what I always say. Well, that's all I have for that one. You can't copy you me. Have? You can't copy me. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, you got to find your own personality here. What's and next, Lou? I'll go with that. <laughs> but you know what? We're going to work on that. <laughs> Mine, next one, uh, comes from North Carolina. Tar Heel, North Carolina, to be specific. The race for mayor and three commission seats are wide open in the small North Carolina town of Tar Heel because no one bothered to run. No one has registered as a candidate for the fall elections in the Baldwin County uh, town. The story was first reported by WCT-TV. The ballots will be printed with blank space for voters <laughs> to write in their choices. Current Mayor Ricky Martin says he's not surprised no one wants the jobs, even in a town of 117. It's hard work with little compensation, and Martin says state budget cuts mean, mean the next elected officials might have to raise taxes All right. and then take that part where I just said I'm going to add that in. Take You're going to take that out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to be wondering, like, what just happened? <laughs> How dare he take that part out? That needs to be censored. Yeah. I can't believe you said that, Lou. Mm-hmm. So nobody's running. Nobody's running. I think I should get over this town and... Well, you have to be a, don't you have to be a, regis- or, uh, a registered uh, resident? I don't know. Of the town in North Iran? Well, I'll move there. Maybe no one will run around next time either, and then I'll swoop in. That's true. What if I, <laughs> if there's blank spaces, you could uh, essentially write in um, anybody's name. Yeah. And so I guess you could vote for just about anybody uh, who's a resident of the town. And then uh, does the normal process, do you know the normal process? If somebody's elected, they would have to accept it? Is that right? I have no idea. Okay, well, I'm going to assume. You would think so. I'm going to assume that's how it goes. Yeah. So you could just essentially uh, get your friends to all vote uh-huh. for another friend <laughs> or for you if you wanted to. 
Yeah. Well, if you wanted to be mayor, I guess if, you would be. But apparently, nobody it. wants to be mayor. Nobody wants to be. That's sad. <laughs> so if somebody actually wins this election, will they just refuse it? They. What if they can't get anyone to be mayor? I don't know. I bet you the first two people will refuse it. <laughs> so they'll have to get down to the third per place person. Uh huh. Probably with like three votes. Yeah. Three votes is gonna win this election. I, well, I bet you the. The current mayor, Rick, <laughs> Mayor Ricky Martin, <laughs> I bet you he'll get re uh, reelected since nobody else is uh, really in line to challenge him. Yeah. Let's say he does get reelected, mm -hmm. and he has to make the decision of whether or not he wants the job. Let's say he takes it or he doesn't take it. Yeah. Would you, uh, what, what would you think? Think what? About him not taking it? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Why isn't he running? He obviously doesn't want the job again. That's true. He doesn't seem to enjoy it. I don't know why not. No. Because uh, he doesn't want to raise the taxes. Yeah, because they're dealing with state. The state of North Carolina is dealing with a budget crisis of $13 billion. Much like us here in Wisconsin with our $3.6 billion deficit. 3.6? 3.6. So we I'm have I'm impressed more. that you know that number, Lou. Well, it took me forever to look for this number. You know that before the show, I was. Oh, I thought you just knew it off the top of your head. Yeah, no, I have my notes written down here. I actually am prepared a little bit this week. <laughs> it was cool. Um, another cool thing, uh, I thought it was cool that there's a town called Tar Heel. Yeah. I thought that was associated with the, the school, uh, yeah. North Carolina. North Carolina Tar, Tar Heels. Yeah, but it turns out Tar Heel is just a nickname for people from North Carolina. Oh. Kind of like how we have uh, Cheeseheads. Right. Here. I wonder why it's Tar Heels. Uh, well, I will tell you why. How about this? <laughs> little history lesson. Uh, nickname from people from North Carolina. It There isn't like a real uh, definitive story behind it, but it gained popularity in the Civil War because uh, I, I think people from North Carolina or people that were stationed in North Carolina, so they, they were so uh, stuck to their battalion like tar heel or tar on um, a person's heel hmm. and I guess tar is found uh, in a wide amount in North Carolina they were stuck to their battalion yeah I don't, know. I don't remember the exact uh, wording <laughs> they, whatever they were so into their battalion oh, like tar like they were, or heel uh, they were a close knit group of guys I guess so. is that what we mean yeah and current mayor Ricky Martin, not singer Ricky Martin. Are you sure it's not the same one? I'm pretty sure. Oh no, I I can't be that sure actually. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think singer Ricky Martin would would be mayor of a small town North Carolina. But he might a be small North Carolina. I haven't seen him much of him lately. Uh, but when I looked on his wiki page, <laughs> it didn't say anything about him being a mayor. Oh. I wanted to double check if he had any political um, experience. <laughs> and the only thing that came up was he had like, some political controversy with Bush and uh, back when he was president. Mm. But that was it. Yeah. So, run for mayor. If, if you want to be a mayor. Uh, yeah, job's move, wide open. Move to Tar Heel, North Carolina. <laughs> run for the position. All right. What's your next story, man? This is from Canada. Oh, Canada. Quebec, Canada. A peep show pilot finds an unusual landing strip. 
So Transport Canada has launched an investigation to determine why a pilot landed his ultralight aircraft in the parking lot of a strip club in this town south of Montreal. Local police say they received a 911 call from a witness who thought he saw a plane crash at Le Rendezvous 1035 bar. Le Rendezvous 1035 on Saturday. I don't know. It's the name of the bar. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't name the bar. So the witness later discovered that the aircraft had landed in the parking lot and the pilot had entered the bar. He later left the bar and took off again. Police found the pilot, a 43-year-old man whose identity has not been disclosed. He was not charged. Civil aviation rules state that pilots are not to land their aircraft in public places unless it's an emergency. Pilots are also forbidden from taking the controls of an aircraft within eight hours of drinking alcohol. If the bar-hopping pilot is found to have been drinking and flying, his license could be revoked. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Bar hopping and a plane. <laughs> in an airplane. That's pretty new. I haven't heard of that. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. You could get all over the place. He could be flying all over Canada, hitting yeah. up bars in all kinds of different towns. I guess it doesn't need much space to take off and land. Yeah, I guess he's not. able to do just bar, bar, uh, bar hop. Yeah, it says it's an, it's an ultralight aircraft, so it's one of those little tiny ones, I guess. But he started off in a strip club? Yeah, I think this Le Rendezvous bar is a strip club. Oh, okay. I wonder what 1035, I wonder what number... Well, I wonder what that number is significant to Canadians, or why it's significant, if at all. I don't know. Mm. I'm maybe, not Canadian, though. Maybe it's just an address number. <laughs> We're <laughs> just making it a big deal. Maybe there's just a lot of bars named Le, Le Rendezvous, so they had to differentiate them with numbers. Yeah. So it sounds like he's just flying by himself, though. He's not. Uh, doesn't have passengers. He's putting mm. in jeopardy, at least. Also, seems very dangerous. <laughs> Driving drunk is no laughing matter. <laughs> no. Very serious stuff, but flying drunk. I'm Maybe he wasn't drinking. Maybe he was just at the strip club that's, yeah, that's enjoying true. the entertainment. You know, right. <laughs> without <laughs> drinking. Just popping his head in for some fun. And he maybe let's say he was visiting friends at another bar. Was yeah. he, is that was that what he was doing? He was going did he, he go to another bar? I don't know. Oh. I think they will only know he was at this one bar. Oh. But it says something bar. in here about bar hopping pilot. Oh. Okay. Do you okay. think? Uh, do you think when this guy shows up at a strip club, do you think he t- tells the strippers that he's got his plane outside? Do you think they're impressed by that? Why would he tell the people? To Wait. impress people, you're a pilot. You show oh. up at the strip club. <laughs> you're talking to the stripper a little bit. You're like, oh, I've got my plane outside. Uh huh. Don't you think that would impress people? Oh. I wonder if he uses the pickup line of like, like you want to go for a ride on my plane or something like that. <laughs> be a good pickup line. You I want think. to ride my plane. Yeah, that sounds kind of dirty. Yeah, and who doesn't want to ride in some plane? I don't know. I've I've never been on a plane. I think we talked about this. Yeah, I think so. Just uh, a few podcasts ago. Well, if I was a stripper and some guy was trying to pick me up, and he said, "Do you? I don't want to imagine that. Ryan, ride I don't want to imagine plane. that. You know what? We're getting long on time. So we're gonna wrap this up." I don't want to think about that. <laughs> Before we go, uh, special thanks to our news producer, Jackson Homer. Invaluable. <laughs> Invaluable. And music provided by Kevin McLeo from Incomtech.com. And that's Ryan Weichel. Yeah. <laughs> that's Ryan Weichel. <laughs> don't do anything that would put you on this podcast. Bye. Bye.